0: Hey, 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 what's up everybody? It's your main man Kel Breezy and on this episode, I am gonna just, just go ahead and get into it I'm gonna talk about the 2015 Fastlane pay-per-view event and also it's a WWE Network event. Um, I'm, I'm gonna talk about this, you know, because We got the pay-per-view coming up, Fastlane pay-per-view coming up and um And it's just crazy what I'm talking about this because this movie, this pay-per-view was um was here in my hometown of memphis tennessee um and the fed the fedex forum did um, this one it it replaced the elimination chamber in the february pay-per-view slide um i have to go ahead and talk about this because i was at this per view. me and my best friend we we um we we went to this one and oh my gosh this is probably this was our second pay-per-view that we, we went to and we got to we sat on the floor and, Look now, bro. We got floor seats in the floor because when you go to a pay per view event, if you sit on the floor, you get a collector's chair that you get to take home with you. And I have mine to this day. Um, this is my second one. I have, um, also, I got one from 2007 when me and we went to the unforgiving pay per view event at the FedEx Forum. We got collector chairs. I still got both of mine with the tickets taped to the bottom of them, so you know. I feel like the unforgiving one may be worth a little more money considering that they don't have that pay-per-view anymore, so Yeah, time to get rough. I'm just like just put on eBay and see what I can get for it. You know what I mean? So whatever but fast lane February 22nd 2015 Um, it was 13,263 people in attendance. Um, the buyout, the buy rate because of uh, the WWE pay-per-view is the numbers lower. This was like 46,000 people bought it on pay-per-view Um, it would have been higher if they didn't have the W network, but you know, you got to count the subscribers who watched that night as well. So I was one of those 13,263 people there, me and my buddy, we was two people there. Anyway, this was the, um, pretty much the preview before, um, leading up before WrestleMania 31. And once again, this tape review was six years ago or six years ago. And, um, the main event. As we're getting the main event six years ago. We're getting it again and with, with Daniel Bryan challenging Roman Reigns for something that he has. This year, Roman Reigns is the universal champion. He's the high chief. He's the head of the table. And Daniel Bryan challenged for the universal championship for a chance to go to WrestleMania, to main event WrestleMania. But anyway, we I'm going to get more into that. But uh, first up, this, this was during the... Whole authority figure thing, you know, with the whole authority and all that nonsense was really kicking off. Where you know they was going a new direction with Seth Rollins, you know, upcoming youngster being the face. You know they had a chance for Randy, and Randy was just wasn't holding up anymore. So they pretty much kicked him out the authority months ago. And um, this was setting up for a lot of big things. You know, this was Sting making his WWE debut. Like at fifty five, he spends too much time and. TNA. I mean, he was cool that he was in TNA, but I think he spent too much time there. He should have came. He made He made his debut in 2014, the Series. But I feel like he stayed in TNA too long. He spent maybe like five years too long in TNA. He, five, anywhere between five, ten years, he stayed there too long. I think he should have left the company like maybe 2010, maybe. 2009, 2010, he should have left tna uh that's what i feel i believe I mean, he should have just took the deuces and came to the and had some great matches especially while the untaker was still able to really have just good solid working matches because it would have been dope to see Sting and untaker like after the Undertaker had his little his feud of Shawn michaels it could have i put on taker his feud sting could have took place with triple h instead of triple h but hey it is what it is guys you know Gas yeah, thing there wasn't the best run you know getting hurt but you know but like i said this authority thing it's like the great value version of the corporation you know what i mean so it was the first match with the authority you know big show kane and seth rollins and he had to change security security jamie noble and joy mercury they took on dolph ziggler and eric rowan and robin because those three guys that got fired you know, they had previously got fired and got their jobs back. And, of course, authority won because they were so high on Seth Rollins being the man. And, you know, Dolph Ziggler just – they're growing right back. Those three, mm, potential, but not Seth Rollins' potential. So, okay. What can I say, man? It was a good match, you know. Of course, I kind of figured he going to win because, like I said, Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler – I like Dolph Ziggler. I'm a fan of the guy, but – the company just don't see him as the man or the face of the company. He's been world champ twice and, and he one of the title rings ran last long. So, And they're growing. He's okay. Ryback, I like Ryback, but I feel like they just pushed him too fast and then they really didn't know what to do with him, you know? So, and I think he thought more highly of himself than he really is, in my opinion. Ryback, who's a good. Wrestler, he was good in the ring, entertaining. But I think he got a reputation for being too dangerous to work with. Well. One who started that Chicago native by the name of CM Punk. Anyway, the next match, um Goldust and Stardust. Brother versus Brother. It's not the brother versus brother match that I wanted when it came these two. Seriously, I really want to see a heel, Cody Rhodes. Take on dust no like what we got in AEW when they fought. That was the what that's what WWE fans had wanted to start those characters. They, it was okay, but it went on too long and it got stale. It just got weird. I mean, his theme was was pretty dope. I will give it that, but for the most part, yeah, long And Cody even said that he had been trying to get them to let him go back to being just. Cody Rose, but they just kept pushing him to be Stardust and pushing him until he just 2016. He was done. He was gone from WWE. I don't blame him. Do what's best for you, Cody. All right. Anyway, the tag team title match was on. Was up next where Cesaro and Tyson Kidd with Natalya took on the ooh Sue. When they had Naomi in the corner, This is kind of where Natalya kind of went. Finally, went heel. And Tyson Kidd had a pretty good, solid run. Finally, and Cesaro, these guys were a great technical wrestling tag team. And it just seemed like this was another part where they had put Cesaro in another tag team to keep Motiva, him TV and make relevant. The first one was with Jack Swagger, and that went nowhere. Just like when Dolph Ziggler and Jack Swagger was teaming, and they went nowhere. Just something about Jack Swagger and someone at that point went nowhere. You know what I mean? this X-Wag. I mean, remember the whole Real American thing with. You know what I mean? It went nowhere. It started off good, but it went downhill because he got caught smoking weed. So they kid the push. But anyway, um, Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. I enjoyed this tag team. I hate that it got cut short because of um a neck injury where Tyson Kidd he could have died, or he'd have been like um, Christopher Reeve. To play superman or he you know, was paralyzed from the neck down but man thank god whoever he prayed to that that's not the case he can't wrestle they won't put him to wrestle which may be for the best but he still gets in the ring and work with the other talent and stuff but oh man this was a great tag team match because i'm a usos fan this is before they went whole day one ish this next still doing the face paint paint homage to their relative um Uru manga do the whole tribal dance and stuff yeah but um hey my boy cesaro and tyson kid came out to win getting the tag titles this was tyson Kidd's second tag title run because he hit it with the um, heart foundation heart dynasty with um David boy smith jr but then like, you know this was a great tag team man this is over the place and i was glad to see You know, the Usos finally getting their up-and-coming in the tag-team divisions. It had been so long. They had been doing these for five years by now. And they really wasn't getting much acclaim, attention in the tag-team division. Which, you know, later on in the New Day helped take it to a whole nother level in the tag-team division. Made it relevant again. Which was cool. But, like I said, I hate that Cesaro and Tyson Kidd got cut down. So so soon as the tag-team and... That nice kid couldn't go on to have a good singles run. That I know he could have because he was doing so good on NXT before he really got caught back to the main roster. And the team with Cesaro. And, you know, he built his own character. You know, I'm not. I am not just Natalia's husband. I'm my own man. So winning tag titles and being successful like he was, that was pretty pretty dope in my opinion. So this is when they had that big ugly butterfly divas title. I was not really a fan of that. I mean, it was big and shiny, but it was annoying as hell. Nikki Bella, I am not a Bella fan. I am not, folks. I I, I can do it without the Bellas. They're pretty, they're cute, it's cool them being twins. They do the twin magic thing, but I've never been a Bella twin fan. I've never been a part of the Bella Army. It's just, it just doesn't work for me. Annoys me. They just annoy me. Like especially Bree. Bree's definitely not that good. except who her husband is, so, no. Even her music sucks. Bree mode. Do, 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 do. Yeah, and and Nikki, <sighs> boobs galore. Super chest girl. I'm not trying to talk about people with in place, but yeah. Anyway. And it's just like she showed that's the only thing she really shows off. Like, yeah, you rip your shirt off so you really puke, can see your boobs and you're not complaining or anything. They just they just their emerald work don't really do anything for me It compels me. I mean. Unfortunately, though, Nikki had kind of quit wrestling because of the neck surgery. She had hurt her neck. She made a contract. She tried to make a comeback, it didn't do much. But you know. Anyway, she was the Davis champion and she beat Paige. It's a shame how they treated Paige. Like Paige. She was really, after AJ Lee, Paige really was kicking off this whole women's revolution. Like, give divas a chance. Like, she was on Twitter. She was doing pipe bombs. She was talking about left and right. They, they tried to get the Bellas credit, but it's because they're pretty, and they tried to put them on everything. But it really, it was people like Paige. Paige and AJ, they were wrestlers. They wrestled. They wanted to try to look pretty and glamour and be divas. To me, they was kicking off this whole... Women's Revolution. Excuse me. If anybody should have beat AJ Lee's record as longest reigning divas champion, I feel like it should have been Paige because Paige was she was young and she was hungry. She could kick ass. She didn't look like your typical Diva. She was a really women's wrestler. I feel like they pretty much slaughtered her out and didn't give her much credit. And it kind of and to me it kind of caused her thought start like she did in dating like Alberto Del Rio. Unfortunately, the person went down because of neck surgery, neck injury, neck surgery, even though they was telling Paige she didn't need the neck surgery, and just thinking she didn't get the neck surgery just went to physical therapy. she probably still be wrestling. Yep. So, and you know, I feel like she got overlooked. They went straight to people like the Four Horsemen women like Becky and Charlotte and Sasha. They went straight to them and just poor Paige, man. <sighs> really didn't get the upcomings that she deserved in the women's division but anyway oh this is in a cardinal of title match was <laughs> my boy bad news barrett i'm afraid i got some bad news he's the champion he defeated dean ambrose by disqualification dean ambrose another talented in his singles push really didn't just get a good, good i don't know just his his stuff he was doing wasn't just as good as it was as self Roman's was, you know what I mean? Like, Dean was good on the mic, he can go and ring and work. <sighs> I just feel like he didn't really just, they just, they were so focused on trying to make him be this wild, crazy character. And, and he just, it was okay to eliminate me, mean, make him a rebel, but don't have him like a lunatic, just crazy, don't take, do whatever you got to and take bumps and crazy bumps. But yeah. But this is where the night didn't stop being fun for my best friend who was there with me. This is when the night got better for me. Rusev, United States champion, defend his title against John, you can't see me, big match, John Cena. And my boy, John Cena, he tried it, but the man, ah, Rusev, Fukia, Rusev, Mashka, he named John Cena tap out. Well, he didn't tap out. John Cena passed out. But technical submission. Rusev B. Johnson to retain the U.S. title fast Fastlane like here in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh my gosh, the show could have been over at that point. Could have been done. no matter. And then he had Lana by his side. This one, Lana was, I was interested to see Lana on TV because her little business suit she used to wear, her little walk she did, and she had her accent, and she was um, the man piece for Rusev. This is when I cared about her character. Not now. She's just annoying as hell now. It's like they're trying everything they can to make us care about Lana, but it's not working. I mean, you, you gave her this whole thing with, with Nia Jax and put her to the table every week, but I didn't care. like, oh, wow. Who cares? Let it go, Lana. Who cares? Then you're going try to try to team her with Oscar, and she got hurt, and you replaced her with Charlotte Flair, and then she came back. Now you're holding back Naomi to team with Lana. MVP, will you please, please sit down and talk to Naomi like you did with Bobby Lashley, Shelter Benjamin, Cedric Alexander? Like get her to refocus on her career and be taken so she be taken seriously. Cause I feel like Naomi has all the tools to be a a women's champion in this company right now. I mean, I know she had a few injuries, a few illness going on, but don't hold it against her because her work overshadows those little small bumps in the road. Because she's athletic as hell. She has a great interest in music. She's, she can go in the ring. You no, know, just give her this uh, serious. Let her be serious in the ring. Feel the glow. It's cool, but it's time for her to turn it up and get serious. Sometimes you got to go heel. If you taken serious. When I mean, she was in the Team Bad with um, Tamina and Sasha, it's like, okay, this is a different side of her. This is cool. I'm feeling it. I, I feel like if with the right person working with her, being a heel can work for her. She ain't got to talk much. She can talk trash in the ring and show her athleticism. You see how I'm working for Cedric and, and Shelton and especially Bobby. So I feel like, man, it's, it's time to just. Lonnie needs to go away far for us. Let her be a manager for somebody. Well, just go ahead and let her lead the company she got fans but let her go to AEW and see what happens to be a manager and see how they so she can see how, what her husband really doing yeah mm. but anyway so what like i said rusev got the win rusev got the win john cena can't see him i even got a picture of my friend looking sick looking pissed off and i'm smiling because i'm so happy that john cena won and it hurt the little c nation fans <sighs> another one of my John Cena favorite matches pretty much all my most of my John Cena favorite matches of his is him losing my favorite John Cena match is Brock Lesnar and him SummerSlam 2014 that's where Suplex City was born by but anyway, let's get into this main event. The main event we're pretty much we're getting for this year's Fast Lane. We got six years ago, like I said, Daniel Bryan challenged Roman Reigns for something that Roman Reigns has. This year is he's challenging Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship, so he can main event WrestleMania. In 2015, Daniel Bryan was once again trying to main event WrestleMania because at this point, this is when Roman Reigns won the Royal Rumble, so he's no more contender for the WWE Championship against the Beast. Incarnate Brock Lesnar, yeah. So he's maybe in WrestleMania. Then he's maybe in WrestleMania. Now WrestleMania should gonna be a two night event. So you already know he's gonna be main event the first night or the second night. With how they're pushing Roman, and him in his table, he might he might main event the second night. They might say that match for. The second night, the close WrestleMania, all the way out. Like the first night, gonna close night one, but we still got second night. So I feel like they gonna probably make that the second match to close out with Roman Reigns, really it being WrestleMania. Because if you think about it, if it was a, if it was a whole one night, he would maybe event. That would be the last match you saw, and that's gonna be the last match you see on WrestleMania. Period for this year. So, oh uh, yeah. So Daniel Bryan challenged Roman Reigns for his No. Contender spot. And at this point, you know, everybody was still high up on Dan Bryan. The whole yes moving wanted to see him because 2014 his title right got cut short because of neck injury, neck surgery. And the yes moves were at the all-time high, high then. So everybody's like, okay, when Dan Bryan come out, they're gonna go ahead and pick away the left off of him. Like, oh man, he didn't win the Royal Rumble. Boo, Rumble Rangs one, double boo. So like, okay, we thought maybe okay, they gonna set things right and Daniel Bryan going to get the challenge Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship WrestleMania. I think he beat Roman Reigns at Fastlane and gonna be WWE Champion once again. Yes. 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 move going to start back up. Yeah, we didn't get any of that, guys. Sorry. We did not get any of that. That did not happen. What happened was we just got a good match. Daniel Bryan went out there, you know, did his thing like he always does and have a good match. And he had Roman Reigns looking good in this match. Like I said, they was. I, the guys at Shield, I can say I've always liked them from their debut to some survivor series 2012 and throughout their time with the Shield. And when they split up, I was rooting for these guys because these guys really knew how to work. They were true workhorses in WWE year at the time, all three of them self, Dean, Roman, Shield. Believe that. These guys work like Roman. I could see the potential in him but i just feel like they were trying to push him too hard too fast and then they didn't even know what direction to take with roman like they didn't know if they wanted him to be like oh be the next johnson or, or be the next rock or you know it's like they didn't know what they want to do like you have the talent and let's see what he let's see and the ever said i said this before roman rush came back at this head of the table gimme on it's probably not even again it's probably just who he really is and i said it let roman be that badass Samoan that he was in the SHIELD. I was saying that, man, anybody that knows me that listen to me talk about wrestling and Roman Reigns, I said that over and over again because I saw that's what worked with Roman, being a badass Samoan. It can be heel or babyface, but a badass Samoan, where he ain't got to do all this extra talking and these one-liners and gimmick and talking smack like John Cena the Rock does. Just let him be a badass Samoan where he come out, talk the crap, talk noise, Pipe up the match, be done. Like, like seriously, like that's that's that badass Samoan that I have been talking about. And that's what we're getting today from Roman. He's a badass Samoan. When he speaks, he ain't gotta be all loud and corny jokes, sucking suck attach, or one lines like The Rock, or case phrase like you can't see me like John Cena. What I have been saying for so long, we're finally getting. But the Roman Reigns in this match in two thousand fifteen against Daniel Bryan, it was they was this they were still trying to figure out Roman Reigns and I think he was still trying to figure out things for himself. And like I said, Roman Reigns, he put on a good match. He held his own against Daniel Bryan. That's important when you are facing a guy of the talent of Daniel Bryan, who's been around the and center, who's been in W for a while, who knows I just feel like being main events of WrestleMania with big high-profile title matches and WrestleMania pay reviews and winning big matches, you know? So, and I feel like that's a, with Daniel Bryan facing Roman Reigns at this match, it was like, John Cena was coming up, when you're putting him against big nine people who know to, how to sell a match or put a match against, like Shawn Michaels or Triple H. That's what I feel like with um, this was. It's like, we gotta make Roman Reigns legit. We got makes like he's a legit opponent for Brock Lesnar. So we need him to beat a legit top performer in Daniel Bryan. And I feel that's what happened. We didn't as fans didn't like it. We were like, oh man, it sucks. We wanna see DS moving again. But I can understand like wrong with the next guy. Cool. Great. You guys are trying to focus on the free future. Always a plus. And then I can see you guys being like concerned with Daniel Bryan, you know, his concussion issue history and and I'm coming back from next stage, like, do we want to take a chance on the guy who, you know, just came back from serious, serious injuries? And, you know, this was um, 2015 was Daniel Bryan's last active year before he had retired. Yeah, because uh, he, after that, you know, he won the Cardinal championship at WrestleMania. He got a concussion, he dropped the title, and he was out. That was his reasons for, that was re- he had to retire because concussion issues and nobody would clear him. But he got a second chance like two years later. So, mm, 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 mm. so well, yeah, guys, this is um the Day Fast Land 2015 it was here in my hometown, Memphis, Tennessee. Gotta stay fly. I, 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 I. And so I'm interested to see how this Sunday's Fast pay per view go. I'm excited for it. I mean, I'm really uh, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. I know they can put on a great match. It's going to be interesting. I'm hyped for this. Six years later to see them locking up again for such a big high pro high profile match, a big high stakes match for a chance to man up in WrestleMania. I'm really I'm excited to see how well they have grown this in-ring compared, especially Roman. So anyway. Guys, your main man, Kale. Breezy. Kale's World. Happy plays. Fun plays. It's a loving place. All right, guys. Be easy.